Hey folks, before we get started, I just wanted to say that this episode does include use of some safety tools that I wanted to include because I feel like it's important to show how those work. You don't see a whole lot of them in actual plays, at least in the final cut, especially when used by the GM. So I wanted to keep it included without throwing off the usual format of the show. So around the 30 minute mark, you're going to hear a page turn sound effect that you're familiar with without the voiceover voice. The section there is non-canon and was cut from the comic line, but I felt like it was important to leave in for an example of how safety tools work in a fairly ideal situation. Once the page turn happens again and things get reset, everything after that is canon once more. Thanks for the listen and enjoy the show. Reclaimers number 12 begins with a single full page splash panel showing Jacqueline, aka the Raven, standing on the edge of a building with the two unnamed truck drivers that she rescued in Reclaimers number 11. In the background, through the overcast cloudy sky, we see the sky starting to develop some cracks through which black and purple energy slowly pours. Previously in the Reclaimers, a van was stolen by mysterious men in wingsuits. The Reclaimers swooped in to save the day with Orion and Technojack picking up suits of their own along the way. Doing battle with one of the men led Raven to learning that he had the same fighting style as her father. This man also knew her by her first name and seemed to have history with Technojack as well. After saving the truck and the two drivers, Technojack got knocked out, Orion tended to her injuries, and Hatchley was held inside of the helicopter by a man that said they would take her to the lair of Professor Paragon. What will happen next? Find out in Reclaimers number 12, an uneasy alliance. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome back to Infinity City. 
You can call me Elliot. My pronouns are he, him, and perhaps they, them. I don't know. Gender's an adventure. I will be your GM as we continue our journey here. And joining me today, as always, are... Hello, my name is Nika. I use they, them, and he, him pronouns. You can find me everywhere at Gomis Art. And in this podcast, I play Casey or Technojack, who uses the Protégé playbook and she, they pronouns. Hello, my name is Jordan Wynn. My pronouns are she and they. I play Nico Transau, aka the Hatchling, who is a legacy using she, they pronouns. You may heckle me on Twitter at CuttlefishTweet. Hey, my name is Aram Vartian, and I am playing Orion, the newborn and just a very good young man. You can find me on Twitter at Aram Vartian. I am also the producer of God's Fall and the co-producer of Kill Every Monster. You can find everything I do at aram.gay. Hi, everyone. I'm J.V. Hampton Vansant, and I am playing... Jackie Cuervo Dawes, a.k.a. The Rave, who uses the Doom playbook. And you can find me at Red, Black, Golden pretty much everywhere. Let's start with Casey. What's your reaction as you're coming to and starting to wake up with this abandoned truck and only Orion around to fill you in on what's going on? I don't understand how to help people. Like I have no idea about medical stuff. So I am starting chest compressions as you wake up. No, stop touching my- Live! <laughs> no! No! Breathe! Live! Oh, sorry. Okay, good. Are you okay? Yeah, I think so. I hit my head pretty hard, but that's why I have a helmet. Yeah. Safety first. Also, because I did chest compressions. Man, I'm glad that really worked. Okay, listen, we gotta go help the others. Yeah, where are they? And I would look up, like, can I see them? You can see the raven, and you can see the helicopter that Anchling was in. Is there a vehicle nearby? There's a truck. There's also hey. other vehicles, but... Motorcycle? Sure. So I pick them up, and I'm like, what? we're going to go take the bike. And I run over to the bike, put them down the bike, and hop on the bike. As Orion spots this bike and sets Casey on top of it, Casey is able to easily start this vehicle up. We've established that this is well within their power set. And two of you take off. We get the overhead panel tracing your route along the streets of Infinity City. Both of you in your newly acquired wingsuits. And we also in this panel see the Raven on top of this building with these two truck drivers jackie's gonna look around and try and just generally try and figure out like what's going on like okay where's my team and also what the hell's going on where am i needed most let's figure some stuff out as jackie is looking over the edge of this building and taking things in she feels a hand on her shoulder as one of the truck drivers turns her away from the street and says, all right, we need you to explain what the hell's going on. The, the, uh, the truck was just stolen and you just teleported in and took us away and I, fuck, Mr. Good's going to be so pissed off. Take us back. We need to get the truck. Uh, are you sure? We were told to 
make sure that got to its destination. And if somebody else gets that, we're all in some shit. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm willing to talk to that person about like what happened. So you know what? I'll take responsibility for this. We've got this. You y'all will be fine. This was not your fault. It's okay. But I'm not putting you back in that truck. Those things, those creatures, uh, people, if you will, are could kill you. I'd rather y'all not die. That feels like a bad thing to do as a hero. So I'm he grabs the raven by like the collar area of her costume and is like slightly pushing her back towards the edge of this building, saying, You don't understand. We need to get that truck back. And the other guy's like trying to pull him off of you. Oh. He has his hands gripped tight though. Okay. Oh, Okay. Okay. Sir. 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 Chill out, first and foremost. And, um, how about you tell me what's so important about this? How about you tell me why this is so crucial and why it's bad if this falls into the wrong hands? He has the raven to the point that, like, the heels of your feet are hanging over the edge of this building. And he says, there's some very important machinery in there that we need to get to its destination. And if somebody gets hold of that, the world as we know it is going to change. Inside of the helicopter. Hatchling is pressed up against the panel of the cockpit of this helicopter and was just told that Professor Paragon is going to usher in the age of the animal kingdom. I, I think with that, she's going to go claws out and immediately just try to escape as she just mutters over. The yeah, I have enough siblings. I don't think I need an animal kingdom. Mm -hmm. He turns and slams Hatchling into the sort of like bank metal part of this helicopter. And he, like, lets you fall to the floor and puts his boot in your chest. He looks at the man with the dog head and says, We gotta go back for the truck. And the dog-headed man says, Nah, I think we got something better here. This is a kid of one of the experiments. Paragon will want a meter. Now, I'm going to break this helicopter, and I'm going to break whatever's in the truck, and then I'll break both of you. You're going to let me go. And whatever you're doing right now, please cl clearly break that down so I know what's up. This man looks at you, raises his foot, and is just going to stomp into Hatchling's face. <gasps> I think right now there are just multiple kicks over and then from like face, nose bleeding, and like over in gut needs to like get or and after a kick to the gut, she's gotten the wind knocked out of her. And right now, I think she's just not used to fighting people who are stronger than just human. And when they hit in like critical hit spots, she's just having time to actually recover because she hasn't scaled up. She's not in her big form. She's just a girl with claws right now. On the motorcycle in the streets below. Orion's idea is thus. Hey, so listen, here's what, here's what I'm thinking as he's gunning it. Yeah. He's wrapping his rope around the tank. 
and he's handing a piece back. Listen, just hang on to this. I'm going to go really fast. Use your wings. It'll get you up in the air, and you can get in with them. I you mean, ready? Yeah, okay, but also... we Outstanding! Like... Guns it. Oh. Absolutely guns it. Alrighty. <laughs> this better work. <laughs> You're gonna be a kite. Casey just sighs and wraps the rope around their waist and just nods to Orion like in a I completely and 100% trust you way and just jumps in the air and spreads the wingsuit's wings. And we see uh, in the panels, like, miraculously enough, the plan works, and Casey just gains altitude and just sails to the helicopter, surprisingly as planned. There is a hole in the bottom of this helicopter that Casey is able to make their way up and into as they see the crow-winged man stump hatchling's face in. That won't do. Casey's immediate reaction is to shoot lightning bolts at this mean crow man. As you shoot lightning at him, he steps to the side. The lightning... It's the dashboard of this helicopter. And as it's starting to quickly drop in altitude, mm. we hear him say, Not this time, Techno Jack. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Cut over to the Raven who sees this helicopter falling out of the sky as this man is telling her that what is in the back of this truck could change the world forever. The raven's going to portal in and do some hitting and maybe some rescuing. She's falling it into a hole that made out of sort of feathers and disintegrates into feathers and then reforms into feathers in the location where her friends are specifically. This is a very crafted helicopter at this point. And the crow-winged man looks at the raven as she teleports in and says we were done with this Jacqueline <laughs> I don't like that you know my name that that was in character by the way it, he's gonna attempt to fight you I'm assuming Jackie's um, fighting back the actual plan was just to take my friends out of the thing and move them with me out of the place so how this looks is, I'm presuming Jackie appeared weirdly in between them. So I think this is going to look like just reaching out one hand and weirdly reaching out like a foot and saying, grab on, we're getting the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go and grabbing a hold of Nico with the hand and extending a foot in the general direction of, of Casey. I think Nico will have a fire around her left arm as it's just extending as only that part is transforming to a large form, as she's just trying to reach out further while still being carried to make sure she can still hold the trident that I think was still uh, around here. And then she'll just mumble like, we need to use the comms more. Is anybody checking in the cargo? As you teleport, Jackie, you actually do find yourself at the truck 
in front of you opens a portal and through it steps somebody you haven't seen since your sanctuary. And I don't know if you've told your teammates about Fractal or not, but she steps through and looks at you and says, Oh, Raven, you're breaking the... And she points up into the sky where we see several more cracks starting to form in the literal sky. Oh! On a motorcycle underneath a crashing helicopter. So... What I am doing is just gunning the motorcycle now and just hanging out underneath it. Like I just pulled the rope and had it untangle so it's not wrapped up onto the motorcycle. I can't climb it if it's falling. And I'm just driving as fast as I can under it to be ready when it crashes to push people out of the way or maybe try and catch it or whatever I'm going to try and do. I think as it's falling, you can see that it is headed towards the Infinity City Bay. Uh, oh, that's okay. Okay. With the island where the perch is. Oh, okay. Then I'll just that's track fine. it. I'll track it until it hits the water, and then I'll get anyone out that's still inside. Yeah, it hits the water hard. There's a big splash around it because it's a helicopter coming down into a giant bay. Yeah. But, like, it's going down at a fairly decent rate. Orion would yeah. be able to get in and get Yeah, I would not stop. Out, Launch the bike right off the pier, like drive right off the edge of the pier, crash into the water, and make sure I get everyone out. As you swim down into the bay, you find only one person in the helicopter. Okay. The dog-faced pilot. And I'm sure there's only one person? Yes. Okay, then I get him out. He is unconscious from the impact, but he's right. still breathing. You can tell he's not going to drown or anything. I get him onto the deck and I start chest compressions, because that's what you do when people are unconscious. <laughs> we see in the background of this panel a pair of silver boots touch down on the ground as Johnny Eagle has come to investigate what happened. Back at the truck. Do you have anything to do with this car? What's happening? And... Is what? Why, why does the sky look like this? Oh, this is. Oh, this isn't one of the universes where you told them about me, is it? Uh, this is one of them where you don't communicate very well, Jackie. We've had, we haven't had this conversation. I've had this conversation. I guess you haven't had it with uh, me yet. Hi, I'm Fractal. Nice to meet you. You're a hatchling. You're Techno Jack. That's the sky, and the barrier between worlds is breaking. Because every time the raven uses her powers, the snake grows a little bit stronger, and he's going to be coming oh. through soon. When he comes by, we'll stop him. More importantly right now, do you have anything to do with the cargo? Because if not, we need to go investigate that. Nico's just like walking forward towards the damaged truck as like she's asking this. <laughs> she's so exhausted. <laughs> okay, first things first. Hatchling, you're not a god, so you won't be able to fight the snake. I know you like Thank you all big and bad and stuff, but that's just, it's not going to work. I'm sorry. Big fan, don't want to see you die. Secondly, the machine in the back of that truck, not something that should be falling into mortal hands. So I'll take it and be on my way. And also, Technojack, don't drink any of the liquid in the back of this truck, okay? What? Why would I want to drink any liquids at the back of any trucks? Is it the formula? Is it the serum? 
Because <laughs> you, is this one of the timelines where you're all insecure because all of the rest of your teammates are super powerful? Or is this one of them where you're confident? We just met and you're roasting me? Okay. Look, I'm like thousands of years old. I really don't feel like taking the time to hi, how you doing and all that stuff. I've met you so many times already. I haven't met you before. Only my friends get to roast me <laughs> about my insecurities. True. Okay, so you are insecure. I'll have to take the liquid with me. Don't want you no. to it. That doesn't turn Wait. out well. So and she starts to turn and walk towards the truck. I'm going to follow and I'm going to run at the truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nico as well. So is it the formula? Is it the bad stuff? I remember talking about the professor previously. Is it the bad stuff? The And points over towards self. This stuff? Yeah, the back of the truck, they've got a lot of the monster juice. And then there's also a machine in there that the Capolinis are going to try to use to break down that barrier between the worlds. And mm -hmm. that's not, obviously, that's not a good thing. We don't want them having control of the snake. <laughs> yep. What am I saying? Nobody can control the snake. They're going to try to control the snake, but the snake's going to mm. eat them and then devour the world. So you just said that I'm not a god, and you told me that there's something in the back of the truck that can make me closer to a god. No, you've already had the serum. So Is it a binary switch, or can we push it? What? Is it a binary switch? You have it or you don't? Or is it possible to push it further? I don't know. I haven't seen any of those timelines yet. <laughs> so you don't know. There's something you don't know. There's... Wow, that doesn't happen much. <laughs> okay, then please get out of the way. She stands at the back of the truck with her arms outstretched to her sides and says, I'm sorry, I can't let you all into this truck. Back at the bay. Johnny Eagle's voice comes from behind you and says, why are you always involved when things go wrong? Look, Eagle Boy, we're just trying to stop some people. You want to help out? There's a truck with some dangerous stuff on it right over there. There's also some dog-faced people who were throwing things at us. Got a problem with us doing any of that? I slip my phone out of my side and click record. He looks at you and says, Of course I'm going to do what's in the best interest of this city. And you see him literally, like, he clicks his jaw to the side and says, where's the truck? I wouldn't say a word then. I would just point to where the truck is, and I don't break eye contact. He stares you down as he kicks off at the ground and flies off towards the truck. Is the dog okay? The dog-headed man is coming back to consciousness, yeah. Hey, 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 are you okay? Yeah, um, good. Okay, now, why were you trying to steal a truck? That's not nice. Where's Jackson? Is that the other dog? I don't know who that is. And as he drops Jackie's dad's name, let's go back to this truck. As the three of you get inside of this truck, there's two large metal boxes, each of them about probably three feet to a side. They are both locked with like several padlocks. Yeah, I think that they're like strapped down so they're not going to go sliding around all over the place. 
they are locked down with several padlocks, but you do have the jump on Fractal if you want to attempt to do something with them. Yeah, I would like to try and open them. So I think Technojack could just have like a lockpick, like a fucking bobby pin on her pocket or something and start picking the locks. Fractal throws the doors open and says, I thought we were on the same page here, Raven. This isn't good. <laughs> it sure isn't. But you know what? I don't really care. <laughs> I, I don't really care anymore. And then <laughs> there's a lot going on and my brain is fucked. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. We're going to address that later. And then Hatchling has the trident pointed over towards Fractal. And besides, you just mentioned earlier that you clearly don't know everything and you don't know what's going to happen every single timeline. Maybe this is the one that makes the difference. That's true. Every timeline in which the raven uses her powers turns out to be... We're plunging towards the omnipotent ruler of the multiverse timeline. That's not good. And she's just going to charge I, it, Casey. I think I, I want to throw up two shields to slow her down. I think Hashling is just going to hold the trident up and almost have her neck between the prongs just to hold her in place as she's just like taking a stance and almost trying to drive her back by a couple feet. But it's a tug of war. As Casey's teammates are able to keep Fractal away from her, they manage to get both of the boxes open. One of them has several vials of what you would recognize as the chemicals that are used to transform people into creatures like Nico. And the other one has a machine that looks like an old Apple desktop monitor. Like that sort of big rounded back screen on the front. You don't know what it is, but it was, it's obviously important based off of how it's being transferred. I think Casey's going to grab two vials from this juice because Nico also said that she wants some juice. Casey's just going to drink some of this monster <laughs> energy juice. And I want to have her like throw one of the vials at Nico, but I think that would go poorly. So I think she's just going to pocket one just in case Fractal is going to take this. All right. So are you drinking it right now? Yes. I'm uh, opening the, like the visor glass part of my helmet and just Where? bottoms up. Let's get this juice. Oh, slurp, slurp. Casey tips this vial of unknown chemical into her mouth. Absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> See, I told you we're fooling us. It's just juice. Fractal extends her hand towards Casey, and Casey, you are thrown into the back of this truck by a massive blast of force. I want to have her hit the back of the truck feet first, so she can just, like Spider-Man style, land on the back of the truck and just immediately bounce back and launch back at Fractal. 
with like lightning coming out of her hands. Casey's, it's very clear that Casey is fucking pissed. Upon seeing that they've been opened, it is going to generally stop unless it seems like any of them are about to actually be harmed. And Hatchling's just looking over at Fractal. So do you have a game plan of what's how we're actually going to dispose of all this here? Or are you just going to hide it into your little attic or whatever? The safest place for all of this is in Dr. Phantasma's castle in the Dragonspine Mountains. We've been dealing with the portal to the multiverse for centuries now, and none of the timelines where they drink the chemicals turns out good. But what if somebody who already drank the chemicals before drinks it again? Has it turned out okay for them? I have not seen that happen yet. Not really thinking it's a good idea, though. Those chemicals are entirely unstable. And quick question. So you're telling me that there's a place where you're camping out that has pretty much every single harmful thing you've taken across many multiverses. And if anybody just comes in, they can just find 20 multiverses Mm. of the worst stuff. You can't just walk into Phantasma's castle. It's the safest place on this plane of existence. Bar none. I'm going to go take this home. I want to see if we can... I want to see if there's more stuff we can learn about it or if we can use it, okay? Before Fractal gets a chance to respond, you all see Johnny Eagle touch down on the outside of the truck after Orion gave him your location. This fucker again. Back at the bay. Cut over to Orion and the dog-headed man who just asked where Jackson was. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So I was like, I look, I don't know who that is, but I would help him up. I was like, you gonna be okay? Yes, just now listen, I should take you to the police, but I don't know. You just fell out of helicopter. I guess you've had a lot you've had a lot today, too. So it's been a tough day for everyone. So why don't you just go home and stop stealing trucks? Okay. Yeah, sounds like a good plan, kid. And he's just right. gonna turn and try to walk off from Orion. Okay, bye, dog guy. I'm glad we had this talk. And Orion is going to open up the comms. Hey, it's a hello, Oba, Ova. It's Orion. Hello, hello. It's Orion. Hi, Orion. Where are you? <laughs> yes, hello. This is Orion. Hello, I'm on the docks. Over. Johnny Eagle looks at you all in this truck and says. I'm going to need to ask you to leave that where you found it, Hatchling. This is property of the perch now. Oh, FYI, that dick Johnny Eagle's here. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that, that asshole just arrived. And then she's going to look over towards Johnny. Don't worry, <laughs> different asshole. No, no, it's yeah. definitely Johnny Eagle. No, I definitely mean oh, Johnny is, Eagle's the asshole. Like, oh, it over... is undeniable. It is undeniably mm. him, but I'm trying to save face right now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Just so you know. He steps up into the truck and looks at you and says, Hatchling, it's now really when you want to have round three happen. I'm not really looking forward to a round three right now. I think we're going to take these back. No. And we're going to do the best to care of them. And we'll call it. You know what? Here's the thing, Johnny. You clearly, there's this little concept called stolen valor. You showing up right now 
after we have solved this whole thing, is clearly you stealing legitimate valor from people who actually did something. I wonder if that's how you wound up being as famous as you are. I wonder if that's how your whole family wound up being where you are. Willing other people. I don't give a shit about your supposed valor. I care about you all taking advanced machinery and advanced chemicals to a fucking amusement park as a home base. When the perch is right there and is much more highly defensible. Why would you be better equipped to deal with this than us? And why would this weird lady who just appeared and started insulting us be better equipped to deal with us? Like, why does everyone keep thinking that we don't have our (laughs) shit together? Plus, Johnny. I've been wearing tights since I was able to not piss in them. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Wow. (laughs) Oh, real weird flags. Can can you let me get through this? (laughs) I've been wearing tights. I've been wearing tights since I've been able to not piss in them. You're a kid in a jumpsuit and a motorcycle helmet. Tell me, which one of us do you think is going to be able to better defend this? I think the one that has the power to do this. Not talking to you. You just admitted that you have been pissing (laughs) your pants at some point. Just because you are, like, jealous of our sense of aesthetic doesn't mean that you are better equipped to deal with all this. Also, like, two weeks ago, I pretty much soloed and almost snapped your tower I could kill you where you stand. Okay, let's hold back a little bit. Yeah, I'll just like out of character for a minute. I feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel great that you all are just shitting yeah. all over him and no. not taking him seriously no. at all. Yeah. yeah. No, wait, I think my character is just like angry that everybody keeps like appearing at this point and trying to take all this away from us. So I don't think it's not that Casey doesn't think take any of this seriously. It's more about every time Johnny appears, he's basically just fucking destroyed us. So this is the first time Casey has actually ever talked mm. to Johnny in person. And he's and just, just insulting <laughs> Casey. And that doesn't feel good to Casey, which is why they are responding this way. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I just, I don't know. It felt like you all were, I don't know how to phrase it. Yeah, it's okay. It's good that you are saying it. Uh, And I don't want this to be like, not a good experience to you. I think I just want to walk it back just a little bit if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, can we take it back from the, when he said, which one of us do you think would be better able to defend it? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I'm going to think about it for a second. I think, yeah, I'm going to have him change the way he delivered that line, actually. I've been wearing tights since I was out of diapers and could pull them up myself. You're a kid in a jumpsuit and a motorcycle helmet. Tell me, which one of us do you think is better able to defend this? To me, it seems, Johnny, that maybe you've been doing this for a bit too long. 
maybe you've lost sight of what's actually important here because you just want to lock this shit up and because you're the big hero around here. But what if we are actually, for once, more equipped to deal with this? Nico knows what this weird juice is all about. And maybe, just maybe, uh, I could figure out what this machine is all about. You're just all about muscles and being tough and mean. Johnny Eagle looks at Casey and says, I think that's really what my whole deal is. That's usually what you do around here. Like, every time you come around when we are trying to actually deal with something, you just come and start punching us. Is that really how the biggest teenage superhero in this city is supposed to act? And then you keep, like, shitting on us because we're not being professional while you are just... Johnny, I'm just going to say it. You're just a big bully. I'll tell you what. We, and he makes like a circle with his finger, meaning everybody in the van right now, can take this back to the perch together and we'll work together to make sure it stays safe and figure out what's going on with it. Does that sound... Agreeable. That sounds like the first smart thing you have said in a while. Hmm. We see his fist tense up and then relax. And he says, all right, let's take it and go. And as he starts to step forward, fractal steps between him and the box and says, uh-uh, sorry, this is all property of Dr. Phantasma. This has to do with the safety of the multiverse. His domain, not yours. I'm going to be taking this. And she's going to turn and grab hold of the machine. And unless somebody stops her, she's going to teleport away. I think Nico is just going to straight up grab Fractal, like around the shoulder and elbow. Just, hey, stop. Hatchling, as you look at Fractal, she visibly relaxes her shoulders. And says, I can tell you about what this is, but leaving it out here is just too dangerous. Is it going to be better than the perch? Like I said, Dr. Phantasmus Castle is the most easily defensible place, or the most defensible place on this entire plane of existence. Okay, look, I just, if you can give some answers, that will basically be our reality cheat sheet to help us prepare for the oncoming threats. That'd be wonderful. Because a lot of them look like they're going to be coming here whether you like it or not, or whether you can do anything mm. about it. So let's not try to stop the inevitable, and let's just see what we can do what we can when it happens. Makes sense. All right, let's get to the perch, and I'll tell you what I know. And we can try to figure something out. This never turns out well. This doesn't turn out well. It's not going to be good. Never say never. Let us at least try. Speaking of where's 
the bulky one. I think she's just going to go over to Calm and just talk to her Ryan. Okay, we're going to meet at the perch. How far are you from there? Okay, yeah, I'll be right there. Inside the palace eternal of rectitude, crime fighting, and heroics. For those that don't remember, the perch is a big towering building in the middle of Infinity City Bay on an island. Basically think like the Teen Titans Tower, except instead of a big T, it's a big tower with an eagle at the top. Inside, there's essentially like a living room situation that has like couches and TVs and all that stuff, but it's also used as like a meeting room for the new legends. Jackie is confused and overwhelmed, I think. More than anything else, overwhelmed. Feeling a profound sense of just anxiousness. For Hatchling, there's this melancholy of a mix between regret and distaste because this was the place that she wanted to eventually make her home like down the road she wanted to be a legend for a while and that did not happen <laughs> and now she's back in the tower plus last time she was here she was trying to destroy it casey is trying to stay calm because not knowing what's going on and made to feel like Useless and stupid is something that Casey hates, and that's been happening right now, both from Fractal and Johnny Eagle. But like, Casey's like happy that we are going to try to work with this together and find out some answers. But she's kind of like confused and annoyed, but trying to keep an open mind. I was thinking Ryan's just like, he's in a pretty good mood. Like, we did fine. The truck is okay. No one's hurt. We did good. He's in a good mood. Frankville is standing in the sort of like open, like speech area. There's one of those U-shaped couches. And she's standing next to the two boxes that you all recovered. You were just kind of walking. He's like, hey guys, everything's okay. Who's this? Hey. And you just walk over. My name is Orion. Just put out his hand. My name is incomprehensible to your brain and tongue. Nick. You can call me Fractal. That's so cool. Is she an alien? I think so. Are you an alien? It's okay. I don't mean it like in a bad way. I just, are you not from here? Because I'm also not from here. I come from an island of like magical people and like my dad's a god. I don't know who he is. I don't remember any of it, but is it like that kind of thing? As he says that, she says, your dad is Hermes, the messenger god. Wait, what? Oh my god. Do you know my dad? Sense. I've yeah. met him in a couple of different realities so far. I'm not sure about this one. That's actually what I was just about to ask. So I've seen Wait, a lot of realities. A lot of them end. A lot of them end. I need to be caught up on which reality we're in here, which... I mean, would probably be best served by you all telling me what is going on right now. And probably well, each other, because it sounds like this is not one of the realities uh, where you all communicate well. First of all, we talk a lot. Like, we have, like, little meetings where we check in on each other and make sure, like, everyone's feelings are being accounted for. So I feel like we talk a lot. Second of all, this is the reality where I have a lion and a trident. That should help <laughs> narrow it down. Oh, oh. And then she passes over the trident. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I got you. This is the reality where <laughs> I eat eggs with spoons. 
that is that is almost every reality. Yeah, that tracks. This is the reality wherein, boy, wherein I may have forgotten to tell you guys a few things. We've been really busy the last few days, and it just, we haven't really had, like, time to talk about some of these things, but I should have made time for this. So I met Fractal a little bit ago in my, in the library sanctum thing, the place where I got my powers in the first place and she told me a few things some of which you've already heard there's a lot going on there are lots of things that are well that are going on in general and i'm sorry that i didn't make the time to tell y'all when i should have yeah i should have done that i'm sorry that's okay yeah it's let her Better late than never. Yeah, Honestly. like we're all like we're all here now. Like we can figure this out. It's no big deal. You see, nice. got the future's bright and big. It's yeah. gonna be fine. Don't and it? big, but not necessarily all that long. At least not for some of us. It can be. We don't know that. Yeah, I guess it might be best to let. Have we given you, Fractal, have we given you enough information? I think Fractal stands up a little straighter and just hate to say it. Every universe, Jackie dies. That's a fixed point. Yeah. Everyone dies, right? Like, we all die. Yeah, but in fighting the snake. Oh, well, oh, that won't no. happen. That's okay. That's uh, okay. That's not going to happen here because we're all here. Yeah. Well, she won't have to fight the snake then. That's right. <laughs> I can oh. take a snake. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. I'm a snake with arms. Like, yeah. snakes don't have arms, and <laughs> I, I do. Love you guys. That's right. <laughs> the snake is a bit of a misnomer. It's a simplification. Okay, so you, let's see. Anybody in here religious in this timeline? <laughs> I believe in like, Orion. I don't as think a we God. have to be Christian to know what a snake is. Is Orion <laughs> our religion if we all believe in Orion? Okay. I'm a least servant. There's the concepts of good and evil, and in reality, there's all these like shades of gray in the middle. That's not the point. It just in base concepts, there's good and there's evil. Or if there's a coin, there's heads and there's tails. There's two sides to everything. There is Another side to the raven, known when the raven is the raven, as the snake. The two are elder gods. They've been doing battle since time unremembered, since before time was time. I'm trying to simplify this as much as I can for human brains. I'm sorry, give me a second. God and the devil, your people have conceptualized it many different ways, but essentially these two all-powerful entities have been doing battle for control over the planes since time began. And in every multiverse I've seen, 
the snake wins. The more the raven uses her powers, the stronger the snake gets, allowing it to come through the plains and devour this universe. Again, look, this is not a problem. We do, we'll just take a vacation. We're all going to take a beach day. Raven can relax, doesn't have to use their powers that much, and we're all going to be fine. Who wants a beach day? Johnny speaks up and says, you could always just not use your powers, just be a normal teenager, and then the barriers between the worlds don't get destroyed. Johnny, you know who my dad is, exactly. Yeah, Jackson the Crow. That's who that was. Hey, the dog boy was asking about Jackson. I sh probably should have mentioned that. Uh, we'll come back to that in a second. In the background, Fractal goes, oh, this is that universe. Johnny, you of all people should understand, I think, what that means. That's my dad and that and why I have to do this. Particularly now, I've already, I'm already in, I'm already in the role of the Raven. I can't really not do that now. That's already started. Well, while I'm here, do as much good as I possibly can. That's what my dad's taught me this whole time. Much like I know that's what your dad taught you to do. That's why I can't, can't not help people. How to do it. That's what I've got to do. Now, back to that bit of... Oh, yeah, no, hold on. That Those dog people said... Asked about my dad? When we were fighting those folks on the thing, one of them straight up just said my name. Like, my actual name. Like, as in, called me Jacqueline. Like, literally, only my dad... Dad calls me Jacqueline, Which and one? I'm now extremely concerned. Okay, because also one of those guys, when he dodged my lightning bolts, he was like, not this time, Techno Jack. And I was like, what? Oh, I no. have never fought with you before, weird man. In the background, Fractal claps her hands together and says, oh, they're oh, starting to get it. Are you mine? <laughs> Sorry, it's... I th there's certain things I can't interfere with, and it's hard watching and not saying anything. Do you think yeah. that these universes might be exploding because you're not interfering enough? What's different each time? Are, are there different things each time, or is it the same thing you're watching happen over and over? Okay, so... <laughs> you know how you wake up in the morning, and you go downstairs, and you go to grab one box of cereal, but then you grab the other one because you think it sounds better. Every time you make a choice, that splinters your universe. Every choice has an effect. And eventually you stack enough of these effects and it's like building a house of cards. Eventually, like your house is going to look completely different from somebody else's house. And each of these effects has effects on other effects, and it's just an ever-branching web of universes. There's one where, for example, 
Jackie was born with powers. That's one of them where somebody else got the raven powers and they got eaten by the snake. But the snake still ate their universe. And then there's one where Orion didn't come from the first world at all. And he just technically never existed here. He stayed in his universe. And the snake also ate that universe as well. Was, was there one where, where my dad was Hades? Oh, we call that the Hot Topic universe. Yes, see, it's the Hot Topic. I told you guys. I told you guys it was a Hot Not Topic the universe. Hot topic I knew universe. I wasn't afraid I, for no reason. Oh, yeah. dear God. Um, no, that's the bad place. Oh, yeah, no. I'm glad I never had got to see that one. Mm. Is it one of those universes where Hades is actually a bad guy or one of those universes where Hades oh. is just the ultimate wife guy? Guys, we can't be doing this right now. No, Guys, we're just learning that God is real and hates us. We need to make a plan. Well, there's lots of gods. My dad's a god, so I wouldn't worry about that too much. Because if my dad's a god, that's kind of what we're dealing with. So, like, the snake could be my dad. So, let's, like, dial it down a bit. I think that... The snake is not... Your dad's Hermes in this universe. You can, you, I know, I'm not saying that the snake <laughs> is literally my dad, lady. <laughs> what I'm saying is that if my dad is a god and the snake is a god, then the snake could be my dad, as in it's just <laughs> another god. It's not like the god. It's like a god, um, and it's a snake, so we can take it. Yeah, but I don't know if you can answer this, but how bad is it that the sky is already starting to crack? Like, how much time do we have? That's bad. Okay, yeah, that's bad. And he would kind of look out. And he would look back. Um, and he was like, "Should we call my dad?" You, you know how I said there's certain things I can't step in and interfere with. Jackie's powers are one of those things usually, but I had to step in and let you all know that the more you use your powers, the more likely the snake's going to come through at full power, and that's not good. Wait, wait, I mean, why are the wait? Hang on, wait. Why aren't the other gods doing something? Those other gods, um, right? If people come through the doorways between realities the way that your cousin has, again, that weakens the boundaries between realities. The more gods that come here, the sooner the snake arrives. Okay, well, hang on. Can I just send my dad a text? He's going to send Hermes a text. Hey, Dad. It's your son. I've got some questions. Orion, send. So my dad had feathers and a beak. He doesn't normally have those. Where is he? Where is he? Did, was he fine? Did he get out of the plane? Or, sorry. Did he get out of the helicopter? Probably because this time I didn't shoot him. Yeah, he was definitely not in the helicopter. Like, one person in the helicopter was a dog guy that I pulled out. And he was actually pretty nice. Yeah, as far as physical pain goes, he's fine. He's returned to Professor Paragon, though. Yeah, I don't know how to say this without oh. giving you more bad news. Well, Give you it probably to us, shouldn't then. sing it. Like, that can't possibly help. <laughs> Sorry, it's the thing I do with anxiety. Orion, your cousin Don, came through the portal between worlds and... One of my teammates came and tried to stop him, and then the raven, you blasted Elias into the middle of the ocean. Funny as hell, by the way. Really enjoyed that. But it's also really bad for the general state of everything, because then Don planted the Sands of Dolos on your back, 
and then they got transferred to your dad and they make people see their worst fears come true. And so your dad went to Professor Paragon and got souped up in order to stop oh, you no. from doing Raven things. So Jackie's having a panic attack and things are about to start flying around the base. Just letting everybody know that that's happening. So like the wind oh. starts to blow at everything and Orion's, oh, hey, hey, well, hang on. And he like takes a little bit of rope and he takes Jackie's hand and he just, and he just like very gently coils a little bit of rope around her wrist. And he's, I'm right here and I know you're okay. And I know we're going to be okay. Oh. And you know that I know that we're going to be okay. So I don't wonder what else is going on here. No matter all this scary, worrying future stuff, right? None of that matters. Right now, in this moment, you and I yeah. know we're here. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So let's, you and I, just take a few deep breaths <sighs> and just be Okay. Right here. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, she's hyperventilating. Things are starting to just gather a general energy around them and start to move around. Things are, like, lifting up really fast and then falling back to the ground. Things are, like, not extremely heavy objects, but I would say things that are, like, Oh, the water bottle on the the glass water bottle on the table just gets up and flies across the room and obviously breaks because it was made of glass and at, just thrown at a ridiculous speed just around. And like a bunch of different things like that are starting to happen and things are generally starting to shake and grow like weird about the surroundings. And it's just slowly but surely like she's losing like complete control of her emotions and how her emotions are affecting everything around her. And as that's happening, we see the translucent image of a large snake behind Jackie. And she hears in her brain, Yes, use your powers. Weaken this barrier and let me come through. Hello, dear listener, and welcome back to the city of St. Fleur. Alistair, I've had a very, very bad day. One more quip like that, I will finish you off. Too much tension. Are any of us truly safe in this city? The things that have been done to make this city prosper, frankly, I'd rather burn it to the ground. Let's just go Stormbash Drunkle. Yade of your cousin is now part demon. You and your whatever the hell you do, and me in a bag full of guns. Sure. You know, I've died once. No big deal. I've been shooting a shotgun in a residential area. That's not good. I want to see our imminent death and find out how I can prevent it. I am an empty building full of ghosts. Blood really isn't my beverage of choice. Good news for everybody that likes Jeremiah and Alistair fighting each other. I'm in to do some disruption. The fun is about to begin. The finale of Shadows of St. Fleur begins this October 